Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Tuesday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. March corn futures down two and three quarters at 421 and a quarter. January soybeans down nine and three quarters at 1148 and three quarters. March Chicago wheat down four and three quarters at 572 and three quarters. March Kansas City wheat down six and a quarter at 539 and a quarter. March spring wheat is down two cents at 546 and three quarters. Um, favorable weather in Brazil, I believe, has pressured the soybean market. I know we had kind of a volatile session yesterday. We started off sharply lower. We did trade higher on the day at one point, but um, they caught some rains over the weekend. The forecast looks looks slightly better moving forward. A lot of key soybean growing areas in Brazil will see one to two inches of rain over the next seven days. The longer term forecast through um, about Christmas looks uh, relatively dry for southern Brazil, but a little bit wetter for northern and central areas. A lot of Argentina has been dry, but they've got some rain in the longer term uh, forecast as well. So I think that that has pressured this market, which again uh, trades about nine cents lower in uh, the spot month January contract this morning. Traders uh, are expecting USDA to cut its South American soybean production numbers in its uh, report this week. That report's going to be out Thursday morning. On average, traders expect the Brazilian soybean crop estimate at 132.3. That would be down from 133 even last month. In regard to the um, private estimates floating around, we've seen anything from 127, 128 million metric tons all the way up to 135. So the trade's expecting they were going to be kind of in the middle of, of that range, I suppose. Traders also expecting a cut to the Argentina soybean production number. Uh, 50.4 is the estimate, which would be down from 51 last month. Soybean spreads have softened along with flat price. Uh, the, the, Perhaps best or greatest example of this would be the January 21 to March 21 spread. That spread offered or, or was was trading a 29 cent inverse uh, at its peak in October. It trades five cents of carry this morning. So we've seen a big collapse in that soybean spread in particular. I think the reasoning for that is... I think it has to do with with the pace of export sales, which has dropped off drastically. We've seen marketing year lows in soybean export sales each of the last four weeks, and and they've really declined. Uh, China's still been active, but um, I think the trade is aware that China will be uh, importing beans from Brazil come February and March and not necessarily from the U.S. And I think that China has probably bought most of what it needs in that, uh, say, this December, January, maybe into February timeframe from the United States. So uh, certainly some interesting spread action. Now, some of the other spreads, of course, would, would still indicate that we've got a, a very tight supply and demand situation. You look at any of the uh, the 2020 crop year out to 2021 crop year spreads and you've got big inversions. I mean, like any any of the the uh you know January March May July out to say November 21 still big inversions there which is indicative of of kind of a tight situation we do have that USDA report on Thursday morning it'll be out at 11 o'clock central time um I think we're probably seeing a little bit of pre-report position squaring here uh some traders were were calling that the reason for the volatility that we saw yesterday um the, the trades 
generally expecting some friendly U.S. corn and soybean numbers versus last month. Smaller carryout estimates projected. Some traders believe that USDA could again reduce the size of uh, the 2020 U.S. crops, which would not be normal. I mean, typically after October, you don't see big adjustments, although we did see a a fairly substantial adjustment for both crops in November this year. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about these pre-report estimates tomorrow. U.S. corn and soybean export shipments are very strong. Uh, We had our weekly inspections report yesterday. Soybean shipments for the marketing year are up almost 70% versus the same period last year. I think they're the best on record. Uh, Corn shipments for the marketing year are up 68% versus last year. So uh, we are really shipping some grain at at a breakneck pace here. Um, if you did not wa- watch last night's uh, episode of Grain Markets and other stuff that's streamed live, uh, it's now available on YouTube and on Facebook. It's uh, called Know Your Numbers with Chris Barron. Uh, very much worth your time if you were not able to tune in last night. The recording is posted um, on the podcast and also on YouTube and also on Facebook. The uh, corn market was able to recover yesterday. It's kind of interesting. March corn futures went down. They tested those lows from last week around 414 or 415 in that March corn contract and then uh, came back to close five cents higher on the day we're a little bit lower here this morning there's still this chatter out here regarding additional uh chinese corn purchases and we haven't really seen any of it but um i i continue to hear that sort of talk uh you do have to keep in mind that you know brazilian soybeans are available in february but that second brazilian corn crop which is the, the much bigger corn crop isn't harvested until may or june so i suppose that in corn you know maybe we've got the potential to to do some better export business for a more extended period of time. I still think ethanol is is kind of a scary deal here with with these new restrictions and lockdowns. Um, ethanol production's actually been better the last few weeks, but uh, uh, we'll see what develops with these ethanol stocks uh, uh, becoming elevated again. Uh, EIA will be out with their numbers tomorrow. Soybean market, I, I feel like some bearish factors have kind of emerged here. I mean, improved South American weather, Drastically lower uh, export sales, reduced export sales activity, and big fund length ahead of the end of the year. I think that those three factors alone are probably enough to 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 cause a downside correction here over the next three or four weeks. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that's not the case, but I, I see how that could happen. I, I see the setup here. Now, make no mistake about it. We've got a tight situation here. I understand the fundamentals are still pretty friendly, you know, when you look at the balance sheets. But uh, short term, I, I see some potential reasons why a sell-off could occur between now and the end of the year. Uh, wheat futures were able to rally back along with the row crops yesterday. Um, uh, not a bad action. We're back lower this morning. The market's really trended lower here. Um, for a couple of weeks. The uh, cattle market finished lower yesterday. Uh, We will see what develops here today. We had a big decline in the boxed beef market yesterday. That is not a good thing. Uh, Choice boxes were down $4.22. Select boxes were down more than $8 yesterday. Um, I don't know why that was the case, um, but it probably is not a positive thing. Ahead of the cash open, the uh, Dow Jones down 140 points. The S&P is down 20, a little bit of pressure there. Um, the bonds are down a little bit. U.S. dollar is up just a little bit. Uh, crude oil is uh, down just 16 cents at 45.60. Remember, if you'd like some more information from me, uh, go to my website. It's standardgrain.com. If you go to the website, click on the upper right-hand corner here where it says grain marketing plan. Um, you can sign up for my subscription service for 49 bucks a month. I will send you my morning email, which goes out every day at 6.30 central time, every business day. Uh, my text message service, um, it, 
it includes a, a consulting piece. So if you ever have questions or anything, uh, you can call me or email me. I'd be happy to talk to you about any given situation. Uh, it's built to your credit card through PayPal, and you can cancel it at any time. Um, it just bills you automatically. You don't have to write me checks or anything. And I promise I won't try to sell you anything else. I know that a lot of times these these sort of things are like a bait and switch deal. It's it's not the case here. Um, you'll never talk to me if you don't have to. But uh, certainly check that out. You just click that subscribe button. It'll take you to a PayPal page. And um it's a piece of cake to sign up. Everyone have a great day today. I will talk to you. Um, uh, we'll talk to you same time tomorrow.